Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. There's a huge and detrimental discrepancy that exists in the supports that are available to disabled Ontarians. The fact that it takes six to eight months to receive disability support and only 91 days to receive medical assistance in dying based on the fact that I have a permanent disability and a decreased quality of life, but my quality of life is decreased based on the level of support that I receive. I've had so many people focused on, you're choosing this and you're leaving your children. And the reality is this, the last year and a half, I have continued to get very sick. And every time I get sick, I get more sick than the time I was before. That is the voice of Bowmanville mom, Rose Finley. And um, she says now it's basically easier to die than live. And it might be her only uh, choice because she can't get help. And the story of Rose is that she's a quadriplegic. She uh, became a quadriplegic when she was 17 years old. Now she's a mom to three boys. Two of them have some uh, health and special needs. But her health is a constant challenge. And she has noticed it. Well, she's been declining over the last year. And so the small things that she could do before, she can't do. And if you're in that region of Durham, the supports don't you know, exist. So if she wants more help, she'll have to move to Toronto. Uh, Toronto's a very expensive city. And when it comes to disability supports, it can take up to eight months for the province to deliver. So she feels like she's running out of time. And of course, we've heard this story before. The fact that we hear it, I think, is an admission of failure. But she is turning to maid, you know, where you've got people with disabilities saying it's easier to die in this country than, um, than live. So as of tomorrow, I think the countdown clock is to about 11 days. I mean, she's signed up, she's qualified, and I guess the next few days will decide um, Rose's future. Rose Finley is joining me now, and thank you so much uh, for chatting with us. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. All right, so, you know, it's a... <laughs> So many times I've heard this story of the challenges those with disabilities, even just to get through a doorway or up some stairs. And then you hear stories like this. And all we hear about are how supportive and great things are in Canada. But we keep hearing these stories more and more. And I know you've been judged by this and for this, uh, for your view on this. But why do you feel like now is, you know, kind of you're at the you're at the end of having to make this decision? It's not so much that I'm at the end of, you know, having to make this decision. It's that I'm having to make a lot of noise to get eyes on a situation that really should have already been taken care of. You know, we have the AODA and Ontario is supposed to be accessible by 2025. Like that's two years away and we are so far from, we're actually, we're, we're regressing. I know we just passed uh, Bill C-22 uh, through the Senate, which is great. You know, we're going to be giving some more financial relief to uh, Canadians that have been living in poverty on disability support. But that's only one area that disabled people need help. And 
There's so many other things that need to be looked at. Even, you know, our care support, those are failing. Uh, our healthcare system is failing at an alarming rate. We don't have, you know, in a lot of smaller communities like Clarington, where I'm living currently, um, things like accessible transportation, mm-hmm. you know. So people with disabilities don't have as much access to the community. And very sadly, uh, I got into a, a debate in our community group the other day where you know, someone was saying, oh, it would be great if our beach was accessible. Well, it would. And there are, you know, reasonably priced options and solutions for these problems, which I suggested. And I was met with people in the community saying things like, well, I assure you, the municipality is doing the best they can. <laughs> the best they can is not good enough. Yeah, you know, I think it's easy to judge, but if no one's in your shoes, um, they don't know the struggles uh, that, that you face and, and, and your health, um, you know, children, your children, three boys, uh, very, I think, energetic, young. Uh, I know what it's like having one and I think, oh, my God, my hands are full. And so, I, I mean, until I've walked in, in your shoes or know what your life is like, I, I, I'm no one to judge, but maybe characterize what it is, you know, some of the hardship and, and struggles you're facing right now. Well, I mean, in terms of, so my, my biggest issue right now is that I don't have access to reliable personal care support. Yeah. And for that reason, I keep getting quite sick because I don't have the ability to transfer into my wheelchair independently. I don't have the ability to access the washroom independently. And that is hugely detrimental. But that's the thing is it, with a little bit of support, if I'm able to get into my chair and, and do my personal care uh, routine, then I am able to be more, for lack of a better word, useful for, you know. Well, you're quite active. I mean, you've been active since you, you got into that chair. It's not, I don't think you, when you got out of that accident and had to rebuild your life, it's, it's not like you sat there and felt sorry for yourself. You made a life. No, I, I, exactly. I built myself a yeah. life. I'm a small business owner. I have never relied on government support. And this is the first time that I've had to access this and go through this process. And while I've heard horror stories, again, experiencing it firsthand is an entirely different thing. And being someone who has contributed to our social programming here in Ontario um, and in Canada, you know, we think that these programs are there should we need them. Mm -hmm. But I think that more Canadians need to be aware that that is not, in fact, the case. You know, we're, we're all willingly, you know, doing our part and paying in and not there. And yeah. It's not going to save you. You are going to experience hardship. And the average Canadian spends eight to 11 years of their life with one or more disabilities. So this isn't just a disabled person's problem. Right. This is everyone's problem. Yeah, no, we've had far too many headlines. In fact, I think one uh, too many is, is not acceptable. Where's your MPP? Uh, where's your MP? Where is the where are the politicians in this and why haven't they helped you? I know it takes time to get these programs, but um, where are they? Well, I I am in a conservative riding um, and I have voiced my concerns about disability access many times. Um, but it's interesting that now that my story, given the maid situation, um, speaks to their narrative. Mm-hmm. They've been more willing to speak with me, but there's really not a whole lot of, you know, affirmative action that's being uh, put in place or even promised. Well, you don't need talk. You need action. 
Exactly. Right. So what do you need? I'm, I'm happy to shame anybody because that's their job. I mean, you elect them into office. I don't care if you're liberal. I don't care if you're NDP. I don't care if you're conservative. Do something. And so what could they do for you? And I, and I, I know you speak, um, Rose, also for others because you're not the only one in this situation. I've heard from many, many who are you know, facing a lot of ch- challenges and they, and they are now looking at made like all of a sudden like, well, I guess I'll just, you know, end my life. But what could happen right now and what do you need to happen so that we can talk again and not read about, you, you know, your end in, in the newspaper or on the news? Uh, well, for me personally, I need to get back to my little community in Toronto where I know that I have the support uh, to get back to living my life, which... Right. I mean, and I say that not, not selfishly, but I need to get back to being stable uh, to provide for my children. Mm-hmm. And from there, I'm going to continue this fight because now that my eyes have been open to this, um, they just, we need change. And what those steps are right now, I don't know. I'm in survival mode. Um, so for me, raising enough funds to find a place in Toronto and then Finding a place in Toronto is a whole yeah, other yeah. beast in it in and of itself. Um, but that for me is that's where I am safe. Where I am currently, I'm isolated. I don't have support. This feels incredibly scary day by day. Uh, this weekend, I got to take a little ride in the ambulance to the hospital because I have not been feeling well. Uh, thankfully, nothing imminent came up on any of the tests that they did. So I have been just kind of at home recovering this week thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, but every time that I've been getting sick, it's kind of gotten progressively worse. And it's not just me that's suffering. It's my kids. My kids are having to watch me yeah. struggle day in and day out. And I can only imagine the toll that that is taking on them as well. They're very strong, resilient boys. And I am so blessed for that. But I'm, I'm also very sensitive to their threshold for what they should really be experiencing as well. Yeah, it is a it is such a a, a a tough feeling. That would have been my next question. Well, look, Rose, uh, we will talk again, and um, let's see what we can do. I very much appreciate your time on this, and uh, let's see what the next few days uh, can bring. But I do appreciate you sharing your story. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me, that and is, uh, yeah. thank you so much for for understanding how important this is that. You know, the voices of disabled Ontarians right now are heard. Well, it's certainly uh, the late David Onley made it known and uh, fought very hard for it. And uh, to me, it's just a, a failure of society every time we hear one of these headlines. So, Rose, we'll get your information out there. There you go. Rose Finley, thank you very much. And if you can help, there's a GoFundMe uh, campaign that has been set up. Wheelchair Wonder Woman, that is the title, Wheelchair Wonder Woman is her TikTok address, sorry, Wheelchair, and it's the number one, D-E-R, Wonder Woman. Uh, But there is a GoFundMe, if you can help. Uh, This, to me, is disgraceful. It's disgraceful. And so if we have to shame the politicians into doing something, so be it. But this is not how it's supposed to be in this country.